And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. comes on the hot mic that's what i was saying rufus is like if we were talking like over like the intro of the show people would like be listening in because they're like oh they're they don't know they're on a hot mic you know what they I mean? don't know they're on a hot mic yeah like we don't know well I, well I know but that's that would be us tricking them because we know we're on a hot mic so we might say something uh, oh god listen to some old episodes last night this is not this is definitely not the most politically correct show on fucking radio, no doubt. Maybe we should just bill ourselves as the most unpolitically correct show ever. No, we would totally be canceled, as they say now. Really think so? I think we might be worshipped. No, we'd be worshipped by guys like Dave Chappelle, but not like right. most people on. I know, but those people Twitter are out there, right? There's a small part of people who just jump on the proverbial sloth bandwagon. I wish they would find our bandwagon to get on it. Well, we milk it for money. You know what I mean? I'm in rough You're in rough shape. You're breaking to tough up. It out. Why are you in rough shape? I was uh, out on the hammock enjoying a beautiful sunny day. Yes. And I'm I'm out there chilling, and the breeze picks up, and I'm like, oh man, this breeze feels great. Right. And then within two minutes, I'm sneezing, I'm blowing snot all over my chest, and now my head's killing me with sinus impacted bullshit. Yeah, I've been dealing with that feeling in my head for like five days now. God damn. Well, maybe I'll get used to it after five days. But it no, sucks. you won't, it dude. It's totally fine. And then, boom, now I got it. It always with me. It starts with just a headache and then like some kind of pressure in my nose. I don't really get a runny nose. I, I get more post-nasal drip, Rufus. That's me too. But when I was sneezing, it was blasting out. Now it's just kind of, you know. And I'm not running. one to take 
pills at all or drugs or anything in my body, but you know what does work? What? Hold on, let me show you. I got some in my backpack right here. <laughs> Unless I took it upstairs. Damn it. One second, dude. One second. I almost feel like I always leave it down here. But it's that stuff that you squirt up your nose. No, I, I agree. That does work. The thing is now, it's not in my nose. I'm not, I'm not stuck. Right, no, I know. But see, what you don't know is that what happens is you've got a headache because uh-huh. up in here behind your nose and shit, all that's fucking inflamed from the oh, allergy. that get up there too? I never realized. Yeah, that's where the fucking headache comes from and the pain behind the eyes and in the behind the nose. Fuck. What is that shit called? Uh, it's super expensive. I can tell yeah. you that. It's like 20 bucks for 10 sprays, but you only got to use it for like a month out of the year. Yeah, I don't... God damn, I had one. I don't know where the fuck it is now. What is it? Flonase. That's yeah, it that's right. It is. Flonase, because it makes your nays flow. Yes, your nays Clever name for a product like that, right? Well, at least it makes more sense than most names of drugs these days. The problem is your nays is already flowing. At that point. Yeah, well, I, I really, right now, I wish it would flow, to flow all that shit out. That's why you need that spray, dude. That's why you need the spray. You want to cancel the show? Go get some fucking spray right now. I think what happened is the last time I needed the spray, I, I dug it out of the back of the cabinet and took it off, and it was just covered in boogers and hair, and I threw it away. Wow, that's a waste of perfectly good spray, fine, sir. I, I'm starting to think of things that I touch, like pre-COVID and post-COVID. Oh right? yeah. If I, up at my office, I've got like some deodorant and stuff, right, and like a toothbrush and whatever. I'm like, oh. I'm free to use that anytime because that's pre-COVID stuff, mm-hmm. right? That's stuff that I probably haven't touched since the COVID started. Yeah. That shit's like we should just start selling stuff pre-COVID. Sorry, man, you can't get sick from this. This shit is pre-COVID. Wow, that would that would bring a hefty price. It would. It would be like collecting lead. How would you get it certified? Who would who would trust that? We need a doctor obviously, to swab it. <laughs> obviously, dude, we go to someone inside of Global Corp Industries, probably a small branch of Global Corp called uh, Certifiable uh, COVID Freers or something like that, some kind of website pre-COVID. Well, I mean, basically, you know what you do? You just get one of those places that does, like, the pictures and stuff, right? Like, now I can prove this lot number. Tells you oh, that it was fucking yeah. built before this date, so we need a certificate of authenticity for pre-COVID items. We'll get right on that. Somebody will steal it by next week, but I know they probably already have it. Someone probably it probably already is a thing now that we said that because our future selves are programming a mean joke on ourselves, where everything that we fucking think of during the show is made within the show's time frame, but then we hit on the big one and we're like, oh my god. We don't even need all those stupid little ideas that we had during the show because we got this one giant fucking awesome idea. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come along. Well, if you start pulling your weight, dude, I feel like it would come a lot faster, honestly. Right now, the only awesome idea I have is uh, buying lottery tickets. That's a good – I mean, that's a good <laughs> That's a good retirement plan. I don't think it's as good as a next big thing, uh, you know, the next best thing plan, all right? So – I respect you planning for the future by buying lottery tickets, but I just don't want you to think you're going to get ahead, okay, because you're not. I just want to be freed up to think about the next big thing. You know what I've done? I've just stopped thinking about all the other little things because they don't change. Like we were saying on last night's show, 
they're they're always there. The fucking phone bill is there. The fucking yeah. work is there, right? You can't. I don't know. Homeless homelessness doesn't sound like a bad gig if you got a lot of money to do it. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good line. <laughs> you know. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Almost ain't a big deal. I gotta jot that down. I used to be in the habit of jotting down clever lines and posting. I know you did. And I got out of that. I don't know. Okay, wait. Almost just doesn't sound like a bad gig if you get enough money. Right. If if you're rich enough to do it. I got maybe. I can't remember how he said. We'll have to listen back. We need a live listen back during the show where we could just listen back to like what was happening one minute ago. That would help me out immensely during the show. Good Lord. I might get old. We'd be listening back every five minutes. Well, I mean, yeah, but it would just be fucking hard comedy. So, I mean, we would just be one hour of laughing. That's true. Dude, ever since last night, right, uh-huh. when we watched or we uh, saw the, the email from the Donald or whatever, yeah, to the Donald website, yeah, right? and there is some really disturbing stuff that he wants to fucking send you, and and what his his platform is. Can we? Can I tune you in for a second so you can just kind of relax and we can look over what's on Donald Trump's website? Yeah. All right. Tune in. If you in. see me leaning over, it's because I'm also taking notes on the show. Oh no, they changed this now. Why do they do that? I don't even know what screen I'm fucking sharing with you, Rufus. Honestly. That's me. Okay. And the studio. Why do they, you know, Skype had to make something better, and I, like an idiot, fucking updated yesterday before the show. I'm like, oh, yeah, because Rufus has that cool background that I can see you're not using today. I removed it. It, it kept jacking up my uh, my headspace. It was like removing my hair and and uh, earphones. Oh, I thought maybe you just came home from the weekend. I never come home because I never fucking leave. But you're, that's smart, Rufus. Trump campaign. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. No. All right. Just take us to Trump re-election. You like how fast I can type? Super fast. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. All right. What does he want to give us, dude, for our... First of all, I love how it automatically makes everything a monthly reoccurring donation without really asking you. Well, that is how everything is fucking done now. I know. Uh, President Trump is hosting a virtual fundraiser July 21st and wants to see you on camera. Join the huge July 21st fundraising blitz now. Can you imagine being rich enough and dumb enough that you would donate 2800 bucks every month to Donald Trump? <laughs> I mean, that is ridiculous because that all that money is like spent with his family, right? <laughs> I mean, they just are like spending it. That Kimberly Guilfoyle is a some kind of consultant, right? I'm sure Don Jr. has his fucking fat hand in the till. Yeah. No, I do not want you to see my face. I mean, really, I can you, you really think he's even staring at one screen while all these people are tuning in for this virtual thing and he's going to connect with you? That's no. what they're good at, I noticed. They're good at, like, saying things like, you have been chosen and <laughs> all that kind of shit. Yeah, it's stroking the the weak egos of weak people. I know. It's pretty sad, actually. All right. Why won't it let me choose? It won't let me even... This field has required your contribution. I'm not giving anything. What? You have to contribute? I guess so. All right. Put me down for 2,800 bucks. All right. You got it. No. I mean, really, earlier, I did not have to contribute. How am I supposed to know what I can get 
if it won't give it to me, Rufus. This field is required. Maybe that thing is in the wrong spot. Just check. President Trump is hosting. I don't know. Maybe additional forty-two automatically right now. That's, this is fucking retarded. How did you get in here before? I can't remember. Well, first of all, I was on my phone, but I don't think oh. that would fucking do anything. It probably just pulled it right out of your Apple wallet. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Become a gold card member. This is the one I saw. Look at this, dude. A Trump credit card? Yeah, but it's not a credit card. It's just like, look at me. It's like, you know what it is? like carrying around a uh, a Nazi card in your pocket in case you get your head bashed and they can identify that you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> immediately harvest your fucking organs because your brain is for shit. Good Lord. So this is just a super expensive fan club. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Good so, Lord. What else can we win here? Do you stand against Atifa, Ed, Antifa, Rufus? I don't fucking know. I don't know who she is, but I don't. I don't have anything against Antifa. She sounds uh, like a lady. She her hair extensions are beautiful. So basically, where where is the fucking meat and potatoes of why he wants to stand against Antifa, other than a giant picture of himself in one one sentence? Trump's President Trump's number one priority is the safety of American citizens, and he appreciates your support during this time. All right, put me down for twenty eight hundred. Well, let me see. We want to make sure he sees your name on the list of supporters who stand with him. If you contribute within the next 10 minutes, we'll guarantee your name is at the very top. Why do we have to contribute? Isn't he a billionaire? I know. Right. Yeah. He's not, though. This is, this is how he's building the system. But you see, look at this. Look at the ad. Where's the fucking meat and potatoes about why? What's the problem with Antifa? Is there anything at the bottom of the, the no. deal, like in a footer? Any links? No. It's all bullshit. So this one is two. two you want to fight Antifa, dude? It's two fifty a month, plus two hundred and fifty today to sign up. So not only is it twelve months at two fifty, they stroke you for an extra fucking month today. Well, if it goes against Antifa, that's right. That's the way to think about it, Rufus. You're right. Antifa is anti-fascist. They don't want to see fascism take over America. How awful! No. They don't want to see other fascists take over. Rick Steves did a whole thing on fascism today on PBS. Rick Steves is awesome. I love Rick Steves. He's a pro-marijuana guy. Did you know that? Is he really? No, oh, it doesn't yeah, surprise me. Dude, he's, I didn't know huge. That. he's a huge pro-pot guy. Here we go. Help, Dude, the, apparently America, uh, Mexico's not paying the wire because here's the help finish the wall. Uh, even fucking started? Well, here's a couple of... Look at this. Look at this fucking ad reel he's got. We're building a wall. We're building the most special wall in the world. And I'm going to make money off of it and do it afterwards because Mexico didn't pay for it, even though I said they would. And some of it blew down in the wind. Now, if this doesn't make you feel American, you got no heart. I don't even see what's holding it into the ground. They're not like sinking posts. I don't nothing, dude. That's why it blew over in the wind. I'm yeah. sure. Building the wall. We're why is there a picture the of a guitar player? I don't know. Wall, or is that, that's probably. Oh, the just next walk video. away. That's from me. That's just what it's suggesting. Uh, because you subscribe to the Trump YouTube channel. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, really. Let's be honest. We're all we're the silent minority. Only which, freedom haters. 
Which makes no fucking sense, right? Because the silent minority could never get anybody elected. It would have to be the silent majority, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. My brain hurts. So this is what they've done. They've set a huge goal of $2 million to make a powerful statement to these Democrats to finish this wall. And since I'm also going to take your tax money and pay for it, somehow this will be funneled into my fucking pocket. And I'm Donald Trump. Thank How you. the fuck is $2 million going to finish a wall? Probably what he owes on a fucking Russian loan. It's probably what he owes all the uh, the Mexicans that are building it. You know what it is, actually? Oddly enough, and I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, it's exactly how much he has to pay that charity back. <laughs> it really is. $2 wow. million. Dollars. What a convenient. What a convenient number. How, that's about how fucking smart he is. You know what? Uh, I think he owes me $2 million of uh, steaks and vodka that never showed up at my house. You know what? There's going to be a big resurgence. You watch. They've been sitting in a warehouse for the last fucking 10 years, and they're finally coming out, dude. They're age, Let's just say that they're aged steaks now. Is he making Mexico age the steaks? Yeah, that's where they've been. They've been hiding out in a Mexican cave. <laughs> <laughs> In a tunnel. He filled up one of the tunnels with his old steaks to keep uh, Mexican people from coming here. They're soaking vodka to keep them fresh. <laughs> That's right. They're For pickled. The Donald Trump pickled steaks. Well, the cave is managed by somebody with a, a, a diploma from Trump University. And it comes with, everyone comes with like $2,000 worth of defunct Trump casino chips because they're fucking worth it. <laughs> exactly. He's got a whole vault of them somewhere. <laughs> Made of the finest plastic. <laughs> the finest, yeah. They're orange. I wonder if they were orange. That'd be interesting to know. <laughs> Let's see if we can find the picture of a Trump casino chip. Surely we can. Man, right? If orange, that'll just that'll be funny. Well, I guess they'll be all different colors, right? Because oh my god, they're orange. Shut up. <laughs> it is. Fucking orange. Sounded like an evil robot. Oh, my God. It has a picture of Donald Trump on it. Of course it does. Dude, that, I mean, that is insane. That, that, now I'm disturbed. His face or name has to be on everything that he even looks in the direction of. Do you see it? Wow. Trump Taj Mahal. Limited, limited edition. He would do that. Here's the whole set. Let's see what the whole set looks like. Oh, my God. Now, were these in the actual casino, or was this like a promotion? Let's see. Casino, oh, casino-themed parties. Ah. Uh, hold on. So that, surely this is a real Taj Mahal. Yeah, $2 or $5 Taj Mahal Donald Trump casino chip. Sold for fucking point zero 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 one cent. <laughs> we, had to pay trash, we had to pay the trash man to take these away. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! I'm sorry. I'm really on the bad Trump train tonight. Did he? Uh, did he own the Taj Mahal? I thought the Taj Mahal yeah. was a separate deal. No, no, that was his deal. He bought it. And he, he, someone was building it. He swooped in and bought it, right? And, and ran it, it to the ground. Spent way too much fucking money on it. Didn't know how to run anything, right? There's so many stories about there. About uh, there's supposed to be a famous fight there, and he fucking dicked the guys that were. Promoting fight like famous people, like like uh, what's his name, King, right? Fucking yeah. like a half a million dollars 
in deposit money. What? Yes, crazy, crazy shit. He's just a fucking dishonest fuck from the get-go. So weird. It is fucking weird. It is. And he's our president. Well, he ran the casino so poorly that his dad had to come in there and buy three hundred or three and a half million dollars worth of chips and leave with them, which is what? illegal. You can't. You're, it's illegal to do that. First of all. So what but, does that mean? But, he, the, his dad was like loaning the fucking Taj Mahal three three and a half million dollars, but just doing it by buying a bunch of chips. Oh my because god! He can't put his name on it. How is it that somebody like Trump can consistently fail? And everybody in his circles knows that he's a bullshitter, and yet he somehow, despite all that, manages to succeed in some way. Because, because the only reason he's succeeded is this is what I've – things that he have run, has run himself, yeah, steaks, vodka, casino, whatever, the other fucking two things that have failed, right? They, yeah. they fail. Things that he actually does fail. But he didn't – he wasn't like the boss at The Apprentice. You know what I mean? Right. There was someone to tell him what to do and someone to have other people do shit. Yeah. Right? He was a character. So any fucking situation where he has real power is where he fucks up. Because well, there's nobody can't protect him from himself. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're the GOP. Man. What a world. Good times. Good times, Rufus. You know what? Let me play a little song I wrote for you last night, Rufus, okay? You wrote it for me. I did. I wrote this song just for you. Oh, shucks. Can you I'm hear a it? nervous now. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Smooth. <laughs> Two and a half fucking hours. It can go on forever, dude. It really can. This would have been the easiest way to fucking work at Roehampton. Right? Would just be work fucking weddings playing the same one string fucking solo (laughs) over and over to some kind of background like that where people are shuffling through. Oh, yeah. Like really in front of you the whole time. You'd be like, oh, that was badass. You see that guy? And I'd just be like... That's it, dude. That's all it takes. That is all it takes. I don't know if it's in tune anymore. It sounds but good with the effects on there. I wanted you to hear how good this little amp is. That sounds badass. That's part of the amp. That I didn't write that, believe it or not. I did play <laughs> the lead over it, but 
uh, that's already in there. They have a whole that's thing where you can play the Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's Stevie Ray Vaughan week, and they have nothing but Stevie Ray backgrounds, and it shows you all the chords or the no leads on it. Dude, it's a fucking amazing piece of machinery. I know that's it sounds awesome. nuts, but it really is. It shows you, does it come with, like, a website with video content? and Oh, the app. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. God damn, look at that. Oh, yeah. Look, it even shows you. I need to get my iPad. But it has the, yeah. the notes for the soloing over it up there at the top. That's fucking nuts. It is nuts. This, I mean, honestly, I'm not big into saying shit is awesome, but this thing has fucking exceeded my expectations like a thousandfold. It seems like there's a lot more to it than what you think. You know, I mean, it's or a amp. amp. It's like a whole lesson plan. It's backing tracks. It's effects. Yeah, and you can put your, a song in there that you like. Like, say you like Green Day or something, right? Yeah. You, you find the song on YouTube and play it into the thing, and it will fucking decipher it for you. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it really is crazy. They really have thought about this thing. And it's getting all kinds of hate online, but I don't Who know why. Who hate all that stuff? People are mad because they have to wait for it. Well, I mean, it was worth the wait, honestly. I'd kind of given up on it, but it definitely it's one of those things that it was worth the wait. What's it called again? Positive Grid Spark. It really is amazing. Spark is so... Like Spark, or does it have some yeah. fancy brand? No, 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 no Q U E on the end of Spark. But I think it would be worth it for anybody that's learning guitar wants to jam. I mean, it, it'll set a drum track. It'll do a whole thing. To, you you write a piece. Mm-hmm. It will take that and put a fucking drum track and a bass line behind it. They should sponsor us as much as you're praising. They this really is, should. Doesn't give me one, and I'll praise you. No, dude. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. The other day, I was looking on uh, on eBay at them, and they're 400 bucks, right? But they ship right now. Yeah. I, like, I should just buy one and send it to you. Jesus Christ, don't do that. Dude, it's, I'm telling you, they're fucking awesome. It seems really fucking awesome. Because it has a rock thing you can sell. You want to hear the rock, what the rock one sounds like? Sure. Here's classic blues rock. You can adjust, just know you... Ooh. I don't have it. I turned off the amp. Otherwise, it'd be going through the amp. That's a nice tone, even through a uh, phone. He's jamming. Yeah, and it shows you the chords at the bottom, right? It scrolls through the song, so either you can play the rhythm, or you can play lead over the top of it. That is too cool. I know I sound lame, but it's way cooler than taking lessons, let's be honest. It sounds a hell of a lot more fun. I've done lessons. They suck. How many lessons did you take? I've tried to take lessons twice, and I think I made it through two each. Are you kidding me? No. Wait, now, how far apart were said lessons spaced? The first time was even before I really started playing guitar. Right. And I started taking lessons, and I just couldn't. I, I thought you would go in there and walk out that day being able to shred. And I walked in, and I was playing, like, Micah rode the boat ashore. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I didn't touch a guitar for two years. But the next time, I didn't take lessons again until uh, it was at that place. that was across from Delaware Sub. 
Oh, that South Austin Music? South Austin Music. They had lessons, and I did. I, mean, I, I maybe have did five or six there, but they weren't really showing me anything. By then, I didn't already fucking know, so I was like, eh. Was it that redhead well, guy that sold me the four-track in the Alvarez? Uh, probably so. It was, was a dude. Insane. I know that. Long red hair. But he looked like a he looked like a rocker from like the early '80s. You know what I mean? But yeah. I guess what would you expect to be working at a at a music store in Austin then? You know what I mean? Yeah. For a guy like that, that's probably like a pretty good gig. Free strings, dude. Free strings. <laughs> I wonder how many. I mean, think about. Uh, Bob Weir and Jerry Garcia met at a, at a, a guitar store. Yeah. Right? Jerry was working there giving lessons. I wonder how often that actually happens. Say you're a guy, you move to a new town. Okay, you want to write a movie right now? You're a guy. You move to a new town, uh-huh. right? You get a job at the local music store because you know you're going to meet some other musicians. Sure. You start a really kick-ass band. Yeah. It's the rest of the fucking thing writes itself. You become a drug addict, alcoholic, you divorce three women, you wreck a car, you end up on a high speed chase, high on heroin, uh, and they shoot out your tires. Oh wait, that that's the James Brown story. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I wonder how many bands have been formed by people just meeting at fucking music stores. Where else are you gonna meet people way back when that knew Probably how to play a, instruments? A lot of fucking bands. Either working at uh, music stores or pawn shops. Well, I think it's safe to say if you've met, you're meeting someone that's bringing a guitar into a pawn shop. No, I mean a, a fellow employee. They, they've already peaked, and they're kind of on their way down. They're in the getting chased by cops going down the interstate high on heroin phase of their of their uh, own personal movie. I didn't mean a customer. I meant two employees. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because two employees, I've known guys, musicians who got jobs at pawn shops specifically so they could load up on cheap gear. Think about it, right but, now I turn that into a fucking industry. I mean, you start an online industry. store that sells fucking shit you buy at the pawn shop. The trick is to get them to come meet you at the back door, right? Yeah. And you just say, yeah, dude, I'll buy that from you. Let's forget the pawn shop. They don't want to give you nothing for it. I'm going to give you less than nothing. I'm going to let you suck me for it. You're going to undercut the pawn shop. You're going to let them suck you for it. <laughs> that's, that, well, that's it, how it worked at the pawn shop where I worked. I don't know what you were doing to get cheap gear. <laughs> that had to suck a lot. <laughs> I bet you did. People thought you were a flautist. My jaw muscles were huge. That's why you wear that beard to cover them up. They're still pretty <laughs> large. They're just getting a little saggy now. No offense. Yeah, now that I've lost my muscle tone, my skin's right. kind of sagging. You don't work them, dude. They're just going to fucking turn to flab. Everybody knows that. Need to get back on the dick. You ever see, like, Dizzy Gillespie and those guys? Dizzy Gillespie with some big-ass fucking cheeks? Dude, yeah, but it's not weird. just cheeks. They're fucking necks. See their necks blow up? It's strange. Like wind in the blows their fucking neck up like a bird or something. It's fucking trippy looking. I played trumpet for years, so I don't even see how that's possible to do. Probably I, I no. Don't. You probably this is oddly enough, dude. You probably were not fucking blowing it right. They probably are onto some fucking technique, right? Where you just fucking blow that motherfucker. You're probably keeping your cheeks a little tight, trying to fucking get that tension to blow it. 
They're like, let the fucking air pressure blow it. That's uh, that's cool. I don't need to look like a fucking fish when I'm playing trumpet. Yeah. Chicks don't dig that. They don't. That's the uh, that's the kind of thing only other trumpet players are impressed by. Ooh, they think it's cheap. That's like yeah. a third thing. No, <laughs> trust me. Plenty of chicks that knew how to work a tuba came hunting around those guys. <laughs> or a slide trombone. Oh, the tromboner. So did you listen to either of those old shows that I sent you last night? No, not yet. I haven't. They're just interesting. One of them is like what? our first show under the new two. format. I thought you just sent me one. No, I think I sent you two. You did. You did. Okay. Okay, cool. So which ones? Which? You said ones were like really old, the first of the new format? Yeah. What's the new format? The well, video? I it was like, yeah, I think it was us on the video, yes. And where we finally had a figured out a way to do it. It's from 2014. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's Why? gold, though, dude. It's gold. We were younger and smarter and quick. <laughs> you think so? Because I feel like even then I sent you the one that we did last night, and I'm like, that's still pretty fucking good. Yeah, nothing's changed. Not I really. mean, we're just as good as we always were. Yeah, I think we're more relaxed now. You're not wearing a sport coat. Right, uh, and I'm not. No? Didn't I send you the the picture of it too? Yeah, I actually, I was thinking maybe I ought to wear a sport coat. Really, in, in that Texas heat? Yeah, it looked pretty well. It, 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 the Texas air conditioning, all well, right. That's very true. How comes things on the uh, the RV front? Oh, uh, it's all right, slow, but. Sh- Sure. Did your I dog bone right. come in? Yeah, it works. Totally works. Oh, really? You got the dog bone all hooked up? Yeah. The air conditioner work? No. There's oh, a no. Got to get a fuse for it. Oh, that's it, I hope. That would be yeah. a fuck without air conditioning. Yeah. No, you know that's not it. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put a fuse. <laughs> I'm going to be work. honest oh, with no. you right now. Yeah, it's, that's not it. If it's no. blowing the fuse, I can tell you right now that's not it. Well, it was already blown, so hopefully when we That's pop it in there, if that blows, then I'm just going to be like, set it on fire. I'm done fighting with this shit. Well, no, you can get a, a replacement uh, air conditioner. But how much work do you... You know what I would do if I was you? If it doesn't work, get a fucking window unit and throw it in the fucking window. I've got one already. It's in or there. Cut a hole in the side of it. I don't want to cut it. That seems like a lot of work. Well, how else are you going to – it won't fit in one of the windows normally, or how do you have it in there now? No, I just have it in there in case I need it. I went ahead – Oh, you're just storing it in there. I had it in my shop, like, hooked up, and I used it, but my shop is so fucking big it never did any good. So I just took it in that uh, travel trailer in case I need it at some point. Nicely done. Planning ahead. You are planning ahead because – well, replacing that one on the top, I don't know how much of a job that is, but surely you can buy them for like 400 bucks. Maybe I can put that window unit in the top and just take that one out and face, put it face down. You know what? I don't. The only reason I don't think you can do that, honestly, because it is a good idea, is because there has something to do with the way that you turn the air conditioner that has to do uh, with the oil that makes uh, it cool. I mean, it's honestly, it's worth a try. No, I'm not going to fuck with that. Why not? That seems like a lot of work, too. You know what I would do? You know what you could do is just build a small manifold right out of a couple pieces of cardboard 
uh-huh. you put over that hole that taking the old one off is going to do. Yeah. And then just plug it in there, up there and have it blow down this little manifold into your. Oh, thing. I should say. Yeah. It it's not ducted, is it? It doesn't have ducted AC. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got like vents in the floorboard. Well, that's the heat. In every room. Oh, it is. I don't yeah. fucking know then. Yeah. Now you'd have to have vents in the ceiling is where the ducted AC would come in. Okay. Highly unusual for that brand. <laughs> I can be a resident RV network or, uh, person. You've really? got RV experience, dude. You read a couple of uh, voiceovers. I know some things about rivets and grommets. And fifth wheels. You know stuff about fifth wheels. I know they exist. I still don't know what the fuck they are. Is well, that the goose neck one? That, yeah, but it's ridiculous that that's even a name. Why? Why is that a name for one? It makes no fucking sense at all. None of the fucking names make sense. RV camper travel trailer. Like what? What the? Which one? And R. When I hear RV, I think of like a four wheeler, recreational vehicle. Let's go four wheeling. Do they call those RVs? When I think of a camper, I think of a small pop-up kind of thing. That's basically a tent on wheels. Let's go they camping. Don't have, they make those here, too. Travel trailer, to me, sounds more like something you'd rent from U-Haul. We're going to travel somewhere. Let's load up all our shit and go. This is more like a hotel room on wheels, and there doesn't seem to be a name that really captures that. A money pit, I think is what they call them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They call them prostitution houses on wheels. It's got to be comparable to um, what you said about owning a boat, I think. It is. It definitely is. You know what? We should make another movie, another movie idea, right? Mm. A lady buys a used travel trailer, and she starts going to, like, these oil well uh, sites and uh, prostituting herself. No, I'm so a serial killer, or does she make a trillion dollars somehow? Why could she be both? Ooh, I like it. There's two parts <laughs> to this movie now. Two parts. Gotta gotta have a sequel. Gotta have a sequel. I think we discussed that last night. That's why we went with the triquel. Yeah, that's what they call a three-part movie. And by the seventh one, they call it the nyquil because you fall asleep five seconds into the lame-ass fucking rewrite of the first movie. Yeah, yeah, the guys who make Fast and Furious know that. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't want to say anything about the dumbing down of America. (laughs) If you can watch a whole one of those, there's something wrong with you. If you could watch seven of them or ten of them or however the fuck many is. I think there's 11. You probably are, uh, should just be harvested for your organs. Really. I don't think I've seen one of them. Me neither. Me neither. And here's the deal. I tried to watch one. Not uh, even that long ago. I'm like, all right. All right. I mean, there, there's a franchise. Must be something to it, right? I was so wrong. There was nothing to it, dude. It was like screeching tires and macho talk with like some push-up bras. That was it. It's the, they exist. They succeed. Supported by the same crowd that gets, like, uh, you know, monster energy drink tattoos. It, I know. And it's these people. The what crazy part is that these people have driver's licenses. They're like, that's how you drive if you're a fucking badass, like, fucking <laughs> Dominic. His name's Dominic, of all things, right? <laughs> really. Let's watch the Fast and Furious trailer so we have a better idea of what we're talking about since we really have no idea. 
I have thought about doing more drifting in my driving. I see it's 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 a fucking who doesn't after hearing of this kind of badassery. Now I'm gonna start drifting through every intersection. You should make sure you got plenty of open beers, <laughs> or at least cup holders for the beers, so they don't spill. Yeah, they they look like normal people. Yeah, this looks totally normal, right? She just strapped up. <laughs> Here you go, Junior. I wonder why kids are getting shot. Oh, shit. All right, Don. What's next? No matter how fast you are. To you. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, he caught her, dude. <laughs> With the hood of his car. Woo! Not a scratch. Just caught up to me. It's been a long time, though. Oh, my God. What number is this? It obviously isn't the first one. This is after the government has hired him or something? Who is it? Oh, shit. Dom's brother. <gasps> what a twist, dude! Mind blown! Nobody's smarter than Dom, yo. <laughs> because I'm ready if you are. You gonna suck it! Charlie Theron? My God. You turn that into anger and nothing more dangerous. Oh, man. Badass motherfuckers. This is like watching a video game. She hit him in the balls. They should have had a little laugh track in that part. Tell me that's not a Pontiac Sierra strapped to a rocket engine? Impressive. I know. No. Oh my god! It's no, so uh, predictable. The Asian guys, the wizards. I know. Guy. They, what are they doing? Break the mold. So impressive, yes. There's not enough trans people in this. I think Skrillex did the soundtrack. Probably took him 15 minutes in a hotel room. I watched this fucking movie. This trailer is longer than a TV show. I think the trailer is longer than the movie. This is like the uh, special edition. Oh, just jump on it for a ride, dude. Oh, my God. They got a magnet plane? Hold on. Tell me you're not thinking what I think you're thinking. There's no break. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. It could happen. It's based on a true story. Nine. That's nine. When did that come out? Twelve years ago? I don't think this is the first one. Nice club out. Okay, Asian guy, you make something fancy and smart now. You do the karate move. Oh, you can't drive too? Oh, man. He's the guy who drifts, because that's big in Asian territory.
territories. He teaches them how to drift, right, or not? I don't know. Fast and Furious 12. Well, I'll tell you what, dude. I'm going to have to say this was number nine. I'm going to have to say it fails at the box office like the rest of them. I'm going to say that it just doesn't have enough fucking storyline to make people want to go see it. Would you agree with that? Uh, after the first five Oscars that won, it pretty much went downhill. The hard to believe it is a moneymaker, though. Really? Unfortunately, I, no. I know, but I couldn't. I guess I couldn't imagine sitting in the fucking movie theater because you know how loud they make it in the movie. Do you ever notice in a movie theater, like sometimes it's uncomfortably loud? Oh yeah. You're like, just fucking turn it down, right? We don't need the whatever experience that is or whatever that's like making me uncomfortable. You they know, usually need to turn down the sound effects and turn up the voices. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think they run that on two tracks? No way. I don't. I don't fucking know. But like the explosions are super loud and people are talking and you're like, what the fuck are they saying? No. You know what? I find myself thinking that on TV like ninety percent of the fucking time. I'm like, God. I wish I could understand what people were saying because all the other bullshit is so fucking loud. Just like you're saying. Turn on the subtitles. You know what? I thought about doing that the other night. We were watching that Hamilton. Yeah. And I told my wife, I don't know. If I'm going to watch this, I need to turn on the subtitles. Right? Hey, do the subtitles on a musical have that little bouncing ball? I don't know. I never on? turned them on because instead I fell asleep. Well, that is a I am musical. not a musical guy. She wanted me to tell you thank you for letting her watch uh, Hamilton on your thing. Sure. And no problem. She wanted me to tell you how good it was, too. And it probably was, but I fell asleep. I'm not a musical guy. I'm not a musical guy either. The only musical I've seen that I really liked, and I may have been very drunk, but I did like it, was The uh, the Greatest Showman on Earth or whatever, the one about right. the circus guy. I thought it was pretty good. That was pretty good. I did see that one as well. Hamilton, but this Hamilton is like a, it's a play, right? So it's just like they're filming the people on the stage. Oh, so right. it's not like the movie version of it, which I guess that P.T. Barnum thing was like the movie, right? Well, so since it's a play, do you hear like people shuffling and coughing in the background? Yeah, <laughs> you can. You definitely Are, can. Really? Farts. There's like this one guy, he rips a giant fart. And his wow. Some, somebody's baby starts to lose in their fucking yeah. mind. You can yeah, hear them. Yeah, cell phones going off. I think I heard four or five cell phones during uh, Aaron Burr. And Hamilton's standoff. So dramatic when the cell I did learn off. some interesting things, though, dude. Did you know that Alexander Hamilton's son was also killed in a duel? Really? Like four years before he was, even. Well, you think Hamilton would have learned his lesson? Yeah, it was pretty fucking... I think after his son was killed in the duel, him and his, his wife lost their fucking minds, honestly. Because it was to defend Hamilton's honor. Okay. Right. And see, back then there used to be a thing, right, when you when you uh, did a, a a duel, right, where you just shot in the air. No one fucking shot anybody. But occasionally this, there'd be these fucking creepy dudes who would fucking shoot people. Well, what's the part of shooting in the air? I, it's just, I guess you're, I don't know. Let's Can we look that up real quick? Because I didn't understand. Yeah. I guess it was symbolic. We should bring duels back between consenting adults. We should. It should be only people that uh, support Trump should go against each other. They love each other too much because they're all inbred. Okay, see, the duel was fought at a time when the practice was being outlawed in the northern United States, so they had to actually go to New Jersey to have their duel. They couldn't do it in Washington. 
stupid you. government regulations. Yeah, there they are. He might still be alive if if uh, they didn't do this. You know what I mean? He might still fucking be alive, Rufus. Yeah. Yeah, we could be watching Hamilton 12 now. So the duel was the final skirmish of a long conflict between Democrat, re- Democratic Republicans and the Federalists. The conflict began in 1791 when Burr won a United States Senate seat from Philip Schuyler, Hamilton's father-in-law, who would have supported Federalist policies. Hamilton was the Secretary of the Treasury at the time. All right, so let's Double see. Post. Both men had been involved in the duels in the past, Hamilton had been the second in several duels, although never the duelist himself. There's a second in a duel? What the fuck? Like a a pinch hitter? Yeah, we need to find out what exactly the rules of a duel. Okay, what does it mean when you point your gun up in the sky? Like Alexander Hamilton said, that you hold yourself to be the better man. Early on, Alexander's son, Philip, became involved in the duel, and his dad instructed him to hold his gun to the sky at the turn if the counter still had the audacity to shoot him to take the life of someone with no intent to shoot, they would simply look cold, look like a killer who found a winning argument more important than the repercussions for killing someone. So it's basically let yourself get shot. Yeah, so the guy like, looks I mean, I don't want to say it's like the pussy's way out, I guess. Well, it's like the guaranteed way to die. Yeah, it was for both of them because that's what they both did. So basically Hamilton was terrible at dueling advice. In this context, it was a signal to your opponent that the duel that you were going to try, you weren't going to try to kill or hurt the person. That your shot would only be a symbolic act so that you could technically claim to have fought the duel over the matter and defended your honor. Many duels ended like this because, believe it or not, most duels were not personal. They represented slights against a person's honor, which demanded satisfaction, but most of the time people weren't actually prepared to die over it. So I think that Hamilton shot over Aaron Burr's head, and then Aaron Burr fucking shot. Aaron Burr is a dirt bag. That's all I want to say. Take take double D on the record saying that Aaron Burr is a dirt bag. Sounds like a cheater. Well, I mean he, I did. But you can't technically call it cheating though, can you? Well, what else did he do that makes him a dirt bag? What did you learn from Hamilton about Aaron Burr? Besides, he murdered. He Hamilton. seems like a bad guy to me. He just seems like the bad guy. Let's let's find out about Aaron Burr real quick. Well, when your name is Burr, that sounds evil, prickly. Yeah, you. Oh my God, that's a fucking good point, Rufus. He's prickly. Aaron Burr. He was elected to the New York State Assembly. Burr left Washington D.C. and traveled west, seeking new opportunities, both economically. Oh, so he just like left town after he killed the guy. His activities eventually led to his arrest on charges of treason in 1807. Oh, so yeah, not a good guy. He was tried many times but acquitted. Nevertheless, the fallout left him with large debts and few influential friends. That's why his money, his name is, his face is not on money. Other than shooting Hamilton, what is he? I don't even know the name from anything else. I, that's the only thing I know it for. Honestly, obviously, he never did. He was the Attorney General of New York, 1789 to 1791, and a Senator, 1791 to 1797. I mean, it's not like he spent a long time in office, but. Back then, did people spend, like, fucking 50 years in office? I mean, other than the fact that they only lived to be, like, 40, did they, you know, did they actually, like, you know now, like, a senator is in fucking office for, like, 50 years, 58 years, like Mitch McConnell? Uh, I don't know for sure, but I I kind of doubt it. Yeah. And I don't know why. It just seems like back then, when that shit was really new, people took it seriously, and we're right. like, yeah, this guy's been here four years, 
let's get him the fuck out and get somebody new in. Or the guy is like, you know what? We need some other people to come in with new fucking ideas and keep this thing right. going. I'm or you, you can actually like come up from being a farmer or something and actually become like somebody important. Then you just take kickbacks the rest of your life. But let's see. He lived to be 78 years old. That's Damn. pretty good back then. Well, Hamilton's wife lived to be 95. Well, I've I've heard that the uh, the whole people dying young thing isn't really true. So it's skewed because so many children died before the age of five that it skews the numbers. But if you made it beyond five, or you at least made it out of your teens, and you you'd live to your sixties, seventies, or eighties. The question is, did you want to? Unless you got kicked in the head by a mule, which probably was like the second leading cause of death. In the fucking 1800s. It was. It was mule mule kicking and uh, snuff. <laughs> snuff? Was it snuff? Yeah. And powdered yeah. wig powdered wig juice. Powdered wig cancer. Cancer of the scalp. <laughs> right. That's where uh, what Johnson & Johnson's got its start, right? <laughs> I don't know. What? Well, you know, they got, they got in trouble for that powder giving people cancer, right? That oh. powder. Yeah, what, did they, right. what did they powder a wig with? What was powder back then? Dirt? White dirt, I guess. Sand? I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, it's probably like a ground powdered bone or something. I know, I bet you're right. Or gallstones. It was past kidney stones. Wig powder was made from finely ground starch that was scented with orange flower, lavender, or orris root. Powdered wigs and powdered natural hair with supplemental hair pieces became essential for full dress occasions and continued in use until almost the end of the 18th century. I heard it was because so many people had syphilis that their head was covered in sores. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah and totally. so the idea is to cover up the sores so they never, ever fucking heal? Well, they don't know about that shit, but they got to look proper. You can't go to like a, an event. With, like, sores and bleeding and no hair, you know? Dude, have you not been watching what the Trump rally people look like? <laughs> or Trump himself? <laughs> yeah. He is wearing the equivalent of a fucking powdered wig. He's not a very good one. No, he is not. Have you ever seen that guy get that close-up footage of, like, the hairpins and shit keeping his hair in place? I no. swear to God, I saw it, and it fucking turned my stomach, dude. It really turned my stomach. I've never seen the hairpins. Look him up. <laughs> it's gross. It's fucking gross. I can't tell if that's a dare or a threat. Right, so I know that you're going to be disgusted, dude. And seriously, like very few things turn my stomach, but seeing that, I was like, this is fucking weird. What are you eating? So weird. Those are peanut M&Ms. Yes, they are. I could tell Ooh, by the girth. Rexa. I saw the green. I saw the girth of the, the uh, M&M. Girth. It's like, you know what I think of it when I look at it now? Thanks to you talking on the show yesterday. Uh, when I look at an M&M, especially a yellow one. Hold on. I don't know if I can help but to think of Jeffrey Epstein's penis. <laughs> well, don't we all? Didn't you say it was shaped like an egg? I didn't say it. I quoted it. But that's not my claim. <laughs> I want to hear Let's Let's hear the exact quote. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's see. We learned what we learned from Jeffrey Patterson's Jeffrey Epstein book. James Patterson. Oh, my God. Watch Jeffrey Epstein get asked if he has an egg-shaped penis. The deposition is online. Ding, ding, ding. Did you see oh, it? It was in that documentary. They had a clip Oh, on. you thought I have to see this then. Because they were interviewing the lawyer who was there who asked the question. Because so he wanted to rattle him. Yeah. Yes, they do. Liar. He lied. He lied already. Could you please give us your name? Jeffrey Epstein. Is it true, sir, that um, you have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis? Well, there you go, And I'm going to give you the, the first one, Mr. Cuban, that these types of questions are not only argumentative, but record and embarrassed. embarrassed. Uh, Mr. Epstein, if you can take that question, I will join the deposition immediately. Sir, according to the police department's probable cause affidavit, uh, one witness described your penis as oval shape and claimed when erect it was thick towards the bottom yeah. but was thin and small towards the head portion. <laughs> Those are not my words, I apologize. But as Mr. as Mr. Creighton has stated that this is a I'm willing to continue. I don't see what the big deal was. And see, that was because he, he had to rattle him because it was after hours of Epstein just saying, no comment, I plead the fifth. No comment, right, I plead the fifth. No comment, I plead the fifth. Oh, like Hold on. Senate nominee Joe Ray takes oath to be a fucking QAnon person? My what the hell does that mean? I'm honored and blessed to be the U.S. Senate nominee in Oregon on the Republican ticket for 2020. I am also one of the thousands of digital soldiers. Today, June 25th, I am taking the oath of office. Protocol calls for you to put your left hand upon a Bible. I have here the American Patriots Bible. It also says to raise your right hand. What is that? I I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. What is, what is the QAnon? This looks like some lady taking the oath of office over the Internet because of COVID. So that is the QAnon promise or something? I don't know, but that sure looks like a fucking cult to me. Yeah, it sure does. It sure looks like a fucking white supremacist little get-together, doesn't it? Something about the chanting. Yeah. Well, it's like the Boy Scout type thing. Right before they put it in you, they teach you how to fucking say the the Scout's honor, the oath. At least they teach you how to tighten a knot. <laughs> Ba-boom-ba! Nice one, Rufus. Dropping bombs over here, my man Rufus. Even with a headache, he's fucking still got it going. My Scout Master was egg-shaped. 
<laughs> Mine was inverted. Mine hurt. <laughs> From the back. Oh, mine flapped me like a flapjack. <laughs> all right, Rufus, all right. Yeah. Are we going to take this into the VIP? Yeah, yeah, we got to have at least some jeopardy, man. All right, well, take it into the VIP, folks. Give us two and two to fucking get our minds together. Thank you. No, folks, we weren't talking about taking over the world. That was some. I had the radio on in the background for the There's break. Nothing wrong with Jews. That's right. There's not. They are not. I actually have a Jewish brother-in-law that I love dearly. The funny thing about him is he'll tell you that he's the cheapest person in the world. Well, he's Jewish. Right. I mean, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's like all wops. Like I'm a wop. I like salami. Boy, vey, a wop. Yeah. Is that an Italian person? That is an Italian person. Man, I hadn't heard that in so long. If somebody called me a WAP, I don't really care. How do you uh, spell WAP? Is it W-A-P or P? Because it actually stands for without passport. Really? W-O-P, yes. I never knew that. That's interesting. Thank you. Thank you for letting me turn you on to that. And it, what's funny is, like, I would say that 99% of the people that came over from other countries to Ellis Island or whatever, where that was started was yeah. probably did not have passports, right? I'm told it's like they existed that far back. Right. I mean you seriously. just had a sack of Right and that was it. Even if you if you even had that. Your proof of uh homeland was just a, a coin. You'd be yeah. lucky to have a sack of clothes. You you probably wouldn't even leave where you were coming from if you had a sack of clothes. See all the notes I've taken about this show? I do not. Hold on. Well, you don't have to read them oh, all. I'm man. showing you the, the amount. You're fucking on it tonight, dude. Let's get back to having a real show, baby. It's because I noticed it. whenever I, I add the notes and the extra info to the show description, it gets more listens because oh. it captures people searching for these things. That's probably a very good point. Now, one last thing I want to see while we're on the air here before we do Jeopardy is this guy, Andre. Remember how yeah. we were watching 90 Day Fiance a, a little while back? Yeah, let me remind me to tell you something about that too. Yes. All right. We want to watch Andre went back to his hometown of Moldova with his wife, and immediately turns into a fucking misogynist fucking animal. I think my wife and I were watching this last night too. So today is our first day in Moldova, and I'm excited that we're here. I'm, I'm really excited. You're an idiot. Really exhausted. You're a fucking idiot. What? Speak English. No, just talk to her, Mom. He knows that she can't fucking speak. Yeah, yeah. Mom on a more personal level, and like, so I let her yell at me in some random oh language for fucking two hours. It's hard to do that when there's a huge language barrier. 
If you loved him, you would learn whatever that language is, that third world language. She shouldn't be there. She's kind of dumb for being there, but he's a total fucking dick. He is a dick. You have to take a shit? We have some candy for you, Fatso. The fat woman, she work more. Make up money with the fat. He remember too that he's a fucking stay at home dad. Yeah. Does that make her tired though? What a fucking asshole. This is going to it's in Moldova. World World Island. Okay, so are you trying to say that I don't do that? Uh-oh. Well, it's not every morning with the new signal ever set. You know, just well, I guess you guys are just fancier here. <laughs> I love how these people look we're for fights. Mm-hmm. We're more yeah, energized. Okay. He's a stay-at-home dad. Is that why, is that why you're, you have a job? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right in the nuts. Yeah, she does stand up for herself. You're a man, right? You're the head of household. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I hate both of these people equally, so I love this fucking anger. This is how Moldavian women do it. They make breakfast, they clean the table, they clean the house. They bring home the bacon. Plus they work. Libby got a little bit offended. Sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Except for the not having any food thing. This is not a miracle. This is where you can drink a bottle of vodka and beat on your wife all day. That's what I mean. Over here, you listen, and here, you listen, Can you believe he just fucking said that? Let's, let's hear that again. That sounds like a threat. That looks pretty good. Over here, you listen, and here, you listen, Nabo. I don't know what. <laughs> She's like, what? She's screaming. Acting like the chauvinistic alpha male that talks about... That's how he always acts, you dipshit. You role. fucking loved that about him when you, you fucking first started putting his wanker in you. You think that they're gonna make it, dude? The sad part about that is they have a better chance, probably than ninety percent of the other people fucking making it. Did you see when the the one where they went to see the uh, wedding venue and they didn't have any food, but they had pictures of food? No, no, I missed that one. I oh told my god! You, can you fill me in. They can went to. Watch, can I watch it? Can you think we can find it? Yeah, I'm sure you can. But they got the wedding venues in like a strip center. Uh huh. And, and they don't have any food that they could sample, so she breaks out this, like, photo book of food, and it's all, like, cold cuts and shit. Right. And the girl starts complaining. She's like, I don't – this doesn't seem like wedding food. I don't know if my family is really going to be into this coming from America. And he's like, there's a McDonald's across the street. They can just go to McDonald's. He did not say that. You know why? He, he, he fucking – her dad is paying for this wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And he's showing out, like, 50 grand. So my guess is they're like, yeah, tell them the fucking neighbors or whoever. Yeah, tell them that this costs fucking 50 grand for a fucking meat plate here, and we'll uh-huh. split the fucking money. Damn. Yeah, he told her, well, they can go to McDonald's. you got to be kidding me. I can't believe I missed that one. I wanted to see that one bad, too. So, well, you know that we love our nine-day fiancé because it's fucking totally ridiculous. Any chick on there, I'm telling you, 
they just have to know that some dude is not coming here, especially these older chicks like Angela. And you're just like, there's no way this guy is into you. Right. I mean, you have to know that. Yeah. I mean, you can't get a guy here. I don't care where you're going. You're not going to get a fucking 25 year old guy. You know, you're just not. Not who loves you. No, right. I mean, they're just you can't even find love in an old man. How are you going to find love in a fucking guy 20 years younger than you? Or 30? Because old men are old and wise. And old men want young chicks, right? And young dudes want young chicks. They don't want old fucking women. I hate to say it. This is true. I, yeah, well, it depends on how, uh, you know, there's some gilts and cougars. No, I'm there. not saying that, but I'm saying for like a real relationship. Oh, yeah, <laughs> relationship. That's not what I mean. A guilt young dude relationship that has ever lasted probably more than two years. No. Because no, no, he gets no. the bricks right after he drains the fucking bank account. Yeah. I wasn't talking about relationships. Ran up. He, he co-signed for this car and this credit card for me. <laughs> yeah. I got a buddy who does that for this younger chick that he fucking dates. And he called me a while back. He asked me when we were golfing like last year. Dude, uh, what's-her-face wants me to sign, co-sign a credit card, a car loan for her. And I said, absolutely not. I said, that would be the most fucking ridiculous thing you could ever fucking do. Right? Well, guess what? He did it. He did it. And like a month ago, he's telling me, he's like, my credit's all fucked up. And I'm like, why? He went to get a car, right? He went to get himself a new car. And they were like, sorry, your credit is too low because you got this other chick's fucking car that she wrecked. Uh, Yeah. That's what happens to people that fucking co-sign. Unless they co-sign for me for billions of dollars, then I always make good on it, you know. That's why I signed everything in an LLC name. It's just safer. It is safer. It's protection. The one thing, uh, the one good piece of advice I got from college was, like, don't ever fucking sign your real name to anything. Period. Including the documents that got you into college? Right. Including the falsified uh, transcript that I shop around (laughs) right now. That you printed online? Right. Hell yes. Why not? Why not? Actually, I paid fucking seventy-five grand for one. Right, that's worth about as much as one that you probably buy online for like ten bucks. But price is, if you pay that much, you should just get it. And if you want to do the worst that you can, agreed. I mean, if I can join the fucking Trump Gold Club for two hundred fifty dollars a fucking month, you can't give me a PhD for a hundred grand. Yes, effort just for spending time. Buy a fucking I mean, really, what do people learn in college how to fucking do their laundry? You know what I mean? And cook. Yeah, and then they forget that as soon as they get out. Right, right. Yeah, well, they do. Unless they, well, unless some of them cold. end up with jobs doing that. <laughs> That's true. And answering the phone. So you want to practice up those phone skills in college, too. <laughs> yes. Alexa, she's still looking for her signal, Rufus. I just wanted you to know that. I'm on top of Alexa, metaphorically, not literarily. And she's still looking for a signal. Jesus Christ, how far from the Wi-Fi hotspot are you? Shouldn't. I mean, like one foot? My computer is a Wi-Fi hotspot. Oh, you're tethering. Oh, you know what, though? It probably isn't on this. This is probably coming from upstairs. Jesus Christ. But I am tethering. Do you ever use your computer as a Wi-Fi hotspot? No, but I use my phone for one so I can hook my computer up to it. Yeah. Because I've got this computer is actually hardwired, baby. We're talking fucking full-on Cat 6. Oh, no wonder you, I can see you in 4K. That's right, you can. You can see this zit right here. See this blackhead? You think I can, a doctor look at that? 
No. No, wait till it gets sore and <laughs> and you get lesions on your scalp. Then you want to see a professional, for sure. You don't see a doctor until you open your eyes and there's a doctor there. That's when you see a doctor. <laughs> it's also the most expensive, unfortunately. Yeah. I love that. You need to write that down. Please write that down. That's about what I think about sometimes. You know what I mean? Your body will let you know when it's fucking completely failed. It's hardwired like that. <laughs> When you open your eyes and see a dog. I guess it's too late for an apple at that point. Yeah, for sure. I wish I would have started that apple thing like fucking 55 years ago. <laughs> wonder how a peanut M&M thing, they're going to find out how that bodes for you in the long run. Hopefully they're, they're working on the data right now to find out that that's really good for you. Well, peanuts have a lot of good fatty acids and antioxidants, for real. They do. Right. And chocolate is supposed to be good. How bad can fucking yellow dye number five actually be for you in eating a bucket load of fucking day? It is the candy shell that gets you. It's the candy shell that will kill you every time. No doubt. Every time. Alexa, my man wants to play Jeopardy. This is... And now, here is your host, Alex. You see they're looking for a replacement for Alex Trebek already? Oh, already? That's not nice. Time for our clues written for teens and families. You can play Teen Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up. Here are the clues for the Jeopardy round. Heinz 57. The first category is real names on the marquee. Pierre Simone, the Marquis de Laclaw, applied this man's theory of gravitation to study planetary orbits. Who is Newton? What? That's incorrect. The correct response was who is Isaac Newton? Oh. Today's second Jeopardy category is government and politics. This president twice won the Electoral College in a landslide, including a 525 to 13 defeat of Walter Mondale. Who was Ronald Reagan? Good job. Nice. Your third category Rego is sport. Katie Ledecky has won Olympic gold in this sport. What is gymnastics? <gasps> no. That's what I was going to say. The correct response was what is swimming? Our next category is flags. Mozambique and Guatemala are among the countries to feature these weapons on their flags. What are swords? Guns? The correct response was, what are guns? What? Really? This this gun on your category, flag? What does that say about you? Sayeth, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, says chapter 3, verse 16 of his gospel. What is the gospel according to Luke? Damn, dude, we ain't doing so hot. The correct response was, who is John? Your next category is words that use all five vowels. This California National Park is General Sherman, the world's largest tree. What is Sequoia? Yes, that's correct. Rupert's is taking those softballs. The category is non-composmentous. Composer Eric Satie wrote that his only nourishment came from foods of this color, like cotton salad and certain kinds of fish. What is white? 
Yes, that's correct. Today's Double D gets us off <laughs> I think, or I know this father of analytic geometry has a coordinate system named for him. Who is Pythagoras? Sorry, Damn, I thought that the was correct it. response was who is Rene Descartes? Oh, Descartes. Uh, Descartes. Category, a generic title. The response has a genre in the title. Gene Hackman and Ernest Borgnine deal with a capsized ship in this 1972 film. Oh, remember that? Uh, repeat the question. The correct response. Oh my God! What was it? What is the Poseidon adventure? Ah! Categories, expressions, and idioms. We're just getting warmed up. If your pal is motionless while everyone else is getting in on the action, you might tell him to not sit there like a bump on him. What is a log? You're right. The 11th Jeopardy category is True Story. 2019's Make, Think, Imagine is by John Brown, the former CEO of this oil company implicated in the Deepwater Horizon disaster. What is BP, or British Petroleum? You're right. Our last Jeopardy category is DMU. The response has the initials D, M. In a 1993 episode of Beverly Hills 90210, Students at West Beverly High memorably chanted, this character graduates. Repeat the question. Again, the category is DME. In a 1993 episode of Beverly Hills 90210, students at West Beverly High memorably chanted, this character graduates. What is Deacon? The correct response was who is Donna Martin. Donna Martin. All right. Let's see how you did. Cheer up. Five out of 12. Cheer up. Thanks, by the way. Four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Make them easier. Let's continue. Here we go. Jeopardy category is Hail Caesar. Caesar's Comet is so named because it was first identified in this year of Julius Caesar's assassination. What is 36 AD? No, the correct response was what is 44 B? 44 B. Our category is World Capital Airport. I was 70 years off. Ninoy Aquino International Airport serves this capital city. Repeat the question. Again, the category is World Capital Airport. Minoy Aquino International Airport serves this capital city. What is Seoul? What's the capital of the Philippines? No. The best response was what is Manila? Manila! Damn Today's it. third category is places to live. The envelope. Because of his size, wrestler King Kong Bundy was nicknamed the walking kind of multi-unit complex, like individually owned apartments. Repeat the question. Again, the category is places to live. Because of his size, wrestler King Kong Bundy was nicknamed the walking kind of multi-unit complex, like individually owned apartments. What is a condominium? Skyscraper? Yes, that's correct. We'll never know which one was right. Jeopardy category is mammals. (laughs) This canine is Australia's largest carnivorous mammal. What is the dingo? Excellent. Our fifth Jeopardy category is fantasy football. 
Fans of this Midwest team tried to imagine their 0-16 season in 2008 never actually happened. What are the Cleveland Browns? That's not uh, the correct response was who are the Detroit Lions. The Lions. I fucking knew that. The category is X's and O's. The response starts with the letter X or the letter O. This colorless, odorless noble gas is used in headlights that give off a blue glow. What is the odd? We the correct response was what is xenon? You got yeah. it. Let's move on to double jeopardy. Jeopardy category is naval gazing. Take solace when you look at the red crosses on this Mercy class hospital ship with most staff based in Norfolk. What is the red cross? What? No. The correct response was what is the comfort? Oh, the name Our of the ship. Jeopardy category is visionary. At his brother's funeral, this Puddinghead Wilson author realized the coffin placement looked just as he had seen in a vision. Repeat the question. Puddinghead Wilson. Again, the category is visionary. At his brother's funeral, this Puddinghead Wilson author realized the coffin placement looked just as he had seen in a vision. Who is, Who is Thomas? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, "Who is Mark Twain?" What? Mark Twain. Category is communication. In American Sign Language, the finger placement for this letter is the same as the gesture meaning peace. Repeat the question. Again, the category is communication. In American Sign Language, the finger placement for this letter is the same as the gesture meaning peace. What is the? You're right. Our tenth category is how's your Latin vocabulary? Used at the end of a list to mean more items could be included. It's Latin for and the rest. What is that cetera? What? The correct response was what is et cetera? Ah. Our category is novels by characters. Tom, Ma, and Grandpa Joe are characters in this novel. What is Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Yes. No. Uncle Charlie. The correct response was, what is the grapes of wrath? Oh, oh. Category is, don't forget the lyrics. The band fun saying, so if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down, I'll carry you home. Tonight, we are this. Repeat the question. Again, the category is, don't forget the lyrics. The band fun saying, so if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down, I'll carry you home. Tonight. We are this. What is family? That's not it. The correct response was what is young. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see how you did today. We got two in addition. We had a 12 clues today. There are three days to catch up on. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Another day? Yes. I want to be five. Got to get half. Our category is executive privilege. You can estimate there may have been questions when CEO Victor Herrero announced his departure from this apparel brand in 2019. What is GAP? That's not it. The correct response was what is GAP? GAP. The second category is medical abbreviation. AMA can refer to the American Medical Association, but it also stands for a patient leaving the hospital against medical. This. What is advice? That's correct. 
Our next category is UN International Years. 2011 was the International Year of the Scientific Discipline, studied by Marie Curie and Linus Pauling. What is physics? The correct response was what is chemistry? Ah. Fourth Jeopardy category is official state stuff. Florida state flower is the blossom of this fruit tree. What is the orange tree? Correct. The next category is best-selling books. Greg tells about his journeys in middle school with his best friend Rowley in The Getaway and The Meltdown, two entries in his kids' book series. What is Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Yes, yes. Good job. The next Jeopardy category is the OED. The response starts with the letter O and ends with E, D. It means neglected to mention, like a detail in a story. What is omitted? You're right. Let's move on to Double Jeopardy. Come on, bitch. Our next category is movies. This mode of transportation is stolen from the title character in the 1985 film, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Repeat the question. What? Again, the category is the movies. This mode of transportation is stolen from the title character in the 1985 film, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. What is a bicycle? Yes, that's correct. Our eighth Jeopardy category is Tropic of Capricorn. This large South American country is the only one to be crossed by both the equator and the Tropic of Capricorn. What is Brazil? Yes, that's it. Our ninth Jeopardy category is her first published novel. Published before The Handmaid's Tale, her first novel was 1969's The Edible Woman. Who is Margaret Atwood? Yes, that's correct. Our 10th Jeopardy category is famous Americans. Common sense came naturally to this English-born American pamphleteer of the age of reason. Who is Ben Franklin? Oh. Thomas Paine. The correct Payne. response was who is Thomas Paine. Oh, ah, pamphleteer. The acronym Dink refers to a couple with double income, but none of these. What is kids? Correct. The last category is word pooling. This word for the courses offered by a school comes from the Latin meaning to run. Repeat the question. Again, the category is word pooling. This word for the courses offered by a school comes from the Latin meaning to run. Curriculum? Excellent. Nice. All right. Let's see how you did. You did pretty day. good on that one. Way to go. Yeah. You scored nine of 12. Nine. 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 Turn it around. Well, come on. Just finish them. Yes. One more. Let's go. There are two days to play for me. Come on. Hurry up. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's see the clues for the Jeopardy round. Nope. The first category is A Writer's Life for Me. The experiences of this author in Chicago's meatpacking industry became the basis of his novel, The Jungle. Who is Upton Sinclair? You're right. Today's second Jeopardy category is synonyms for black. This word describing something black shares its name with one of the original Pac-Man ghosts. What is Shadow. Sorry, the correct response was what is inky. 
I expected Our next you to know that. Category. I'm about to say uh, repeat it. The AV Club is a digital pop culture newspaper created by the folks behind this not so serious publication. What is the onion? Good job. Nice. Your next Jeopardy category. They have some good onions on today. A person who carries bags and assists passengers on a train was the last name of night in Day Lewis's Cole. Repeat the question. Again, the category is transportation terms. A person who carries bags and assists passengers on the train was the last name of night in Day Lewis's Cole. What is Porter? Yes. Damn. The next Jeopardy category is British history. From 1899 to 1902, Great Britain engaged in the Boer War with two republics on this continent. What is Africa? Correct. Your next Jeopardy category is movie monsters. The unnamed monster in this 2008 J.J. Abrams film is nicknamed large-scale aggressor by the Department of Defense. What is Super 8? That's what? not the correct response was what is Cloverfield. Oh, oh my God. Jeopardy round. Today's you know that? category is house painting. He painted the yellow house in 1888, depicting the same French residence in which he would later slice off his ear. Who is Van Gogh? You're right. Your eighth Jeopardy category is lawyers, law and legality. Habeas corpus and certiorari are two kinds of disorder from a court or other judicial body. Repeat the question. Again, the category is lawyers, law, and legality. Habeas corpus and certiorari are two kinds of disorder from a court or other judicial body. What is a subpoena? Ah. No. The correct response was what is a writ? Oh, a writ. A Today's habeas corpus. Jeopardy category is physics. So it's unlikely. Something described as superluminal travel faster than 186,282 miles per second, the speed of this. What is light? You're right. Our next category is Tony-winning role. This actor known for his TV role didn't suit up for his Tony-winning role as the title character in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Tony-winning role. This actor known for his TV role didn't suit up for his Tony-winning role as the title character in Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Who is Robert Downey Jr.? No, he's not a TV guy. Sorry, the correct response was who is Neil Patrick Harris? Ah, Your next category is deeply North American geography. Dogpatch San Francisco may take its name from the fictional town in this classic Al Cap comic strip. Repeat the question. I thought it was called Al Cap. North American geography. Dogpatch San Francisco may take its name from the fictional town in this classic Al Cap comic strip. Uh, what is Andy Cap? Remember those? Just Andy oh, Cap getting drunk every night? Remember Andy Cap? Yes. Andy Cap? Yes. The response is a word that's 13 to 19 letters long. Okay. A person likes to provide beauty treatments to the hair, nails, and skin. Repeat the question. Again, the category is teen-letter words. A person likes to provide beauty treatments to the hair, nails, and skin. 
What is an esthetician? What? Beautician. The correct response was, what is a cosmetologist? Oh, esthetician oh, right. was fine. They would have to accept Not it. Not bad. You scored six out of 12 today. I feel like we did better. Yes. Nine out of 12 is pretty good so far. I'm not impressed. Four out of 12. Here we go. You're impressed with shit. The category is the Nifty 50. In 1956, Congress adopted this as the official motto of the United States. E pluribus unum. Got it. The correct response was what is in God we trust. Ah, the, the other one. Mountains of Asia. But separation of church and state. The peak is called Cholomoloma, meaning God is mother of the world. Repeat the question. Again, the category is mountains of Asia. Oh, In geez. Tibetan, this peak is called Cholomoloma, meaning God is mother of the world. What is Pike's Peak? Ugh. That's not it. The correct response was what is Mount Everest? Everest, you the bastard Everest! A stone is an imperial unit for measuring this. What is weight? What is weight? Yes, that's it. Your fourth category is snails. A carnivore, herbivore, or omnivore, it's the group to which most sea snails belong. What is herbivore? Good job. Your fifth category is sitcom. There's always money in the banana stand. On this sitcom that found new life on Netflix. What is arrested development? You're right. Nice. Your sixth Jeopardy category is all stars. The response includes the word star. According to its advertising, this brand is unexplainably juicy. Repeat the question. Again, the category is all stars. According to its advertising, this brand is unexplainably juicy. What is starburst? Excellent. Nice. Oh, next star in the answer. Jeopardy. What the fuck? Your next Jeopardy category is female first. Thanks to her mix and match collection for women, in 1986 her company became the first one founded by a woman to make the Fortune 500. Who is Kate Spade? No. Like Farah or somebody. Sorry. The correct response Just... is who is Liz Claiborne. Oh, Liz Claiborne. Ah. The category is gym class. This category is about people named Jim. This singer's time in a bottle topped the Billboard charts in December 1973, four months after his death in a plane crash. Who is Jim Croce? Correct. The ninth Jeopardy category is classic American plays. I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. It's the last line of this character in a streetcar named Desire. Repeat the question. Again, the category is classic American plays. I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. Is the last line of this character in a streetcar named Desire? Who is Stella? Oh no! No, the correct response was who is Blanche. Blanche. You might jump the category as before, during an Texas pro hockey team that plays a patriotic season march in a trendy clothing store. Repeat the question. Again, the category is during and after. Texas pro hockey team that plays a patriotic season march in a trendy clothing store. Stars, stars, and bars? One of those mixed-up words. 
What is Dallas Stars and Stripes Forever 21? Oh, my God. The next category is architecture. The response starts with the letter R. This word for an outward-facing edge of the gable sounds like a gardening tool. What is a rake? Yes, that's correct. Our last category is movie foreign cities. A 1985 movie was titled The Purple Rose of Blank. What is Cairo? Correct. Let's see how you did. can be too bad. You scored seven out of 12. Seven, that's it. You've already played all the clues this week. Come back to... No, we're not. We won't be back until Monday night show, right? We're just going to do Mondays and Wednesdays now. You down with that? You down like a clown? Yeah, I'm down with that. We hit nine out of 12 for one of those. That's not too bad. You know what, though? Every... Five shows we hit a nine out of twelve though. Honestly, every well, Saturday we're hitting nine out of twelve on one of them. We gotta we gotta sharpen it up a little bit. That one do. time, dude, that one time we had eleven out of twelve, nine out of twelve, ten out of twelve, all in the same little fucking stretch. We gotta hit. What are we gonna do when we hit a twelve out of twelve? You know what? I got my hot sauce for the wings challenge. Did, did it come in? It came. Mine came today. It didn't. I it wasn't supposed to come for another week. But it came today. Yeah, mine needs to be here. I still don't have it, but mine's supposed to be here like next week. Right. So keep that in mind. But you know what? It comes the last dab. It doesn't have the last dab. Unless no, I don't recognize no. the bottle. No, I don't think it does. It has the bomb. Yeah, this is one of the people. And yeah, I'm excited to try it. You know what's sad about it? One of them actually says, only try this one drop at a time. It was extremely dangerous. So and I'm not, should not, take a teaspoon. Not talking like a, you know, like a funny, trying to be a funny type thing. It's like, don't fucking hurt yourself with this shit. It's like volcanic rock that you're going to put in your mouth. Oh, man. I know, and we thought scared. we were scared before, right, with these bullshit fucking sauces. Yeah, I know. Mm. <laughs> what have you done? I had a stomachache this morning. I think I poisoned myself with bacon early today. <laughs> That's a good way to poison yourself. Bacon poisoning. Bacon poisoning. And a case of bacon. All right. All right, Rufus. Good That's talking. Up. I'll talk to you Monday night. Uh, until then, folks, that will be out. Ow, ow, ow. Rufus out. Ow, ow. And we will catch you on the flip floppity. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.